guys, welcome back to the Good Noise Podcast. Today we're here with Fox Teeth, and we're going to ask them some questions. I'm going to start. Uh, what does your band name mean, and what inspired you to start the band? Um, I guess I should take that. Um, so the band started um, as a solo project that I kind of just like brought up one day because um, and what actually inspired me to really get into making music was I went to Warp Tour in 2018 and that was like the coolest thing I'd ever seen and I saw real friends for the first time crowd surfed them and I was like man I want people to feel like how I felt there um so a few months later I put out the first single and the name the well the first single was kind of like a joke because it wasn't a serious song it was made to sound like a fox sing song and that's how I got the name fox teeth because it sounded like it so it was kind of like a parody and then it just it just stuck So, so how do you guys feel about the response you got to your newest song, Donnie Darko? Ron, I feel like you should take that one. <laughs> um, honestly, we've been super excited. Um, we didn't expect to get as many, you know, Spotify plays and, uh, you know, responses to the YouTube video. Um, for us, it's just a totally different direction. Uh, and as you can see with Poets and Ghosts, there's uh, there's a big difference between you know having just one person and then having a full band. Yeah. So uh, you know, Andy and I kind of joined uh, Fox Teeth after Poets and Ghosts. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, we just we just feel lucky that we were able to you know I guess add to it. Uh, me on the bass and Andy on uh, on drums. And you know, Jade writes uh, most of the songs. So uh, you know, Donnie Darko is definitely one of uh, the best things I, I personally feel like you know I, I've been able to put out as a musician. So it was was really cool, too, because uh, Ron and I actually play in a a screamo band together. And this is like the first song, the first song that I made that I could actually like send to my grandma and have her like enjoy it. (laughs) So that was pretty cool to have like family members actually enjoy a song that I made because there's no like, (laughs) you know, it was was really cool to see a lot of uh, like my friends and family enjoying it. You know, I'm just really happy that people people like it. It's cool. Yeah, I would pretty much say the same thing. because our poets and ghosts and even the very first EP, which was so bad, I deleted it. But um, it, it's a big difference having a full band and really getting the input of other people. Um, and I feel like Donnie Darko, like I just I watched the movie for the first time and sat and wrote a song about it. And I didn't think people were going to like really amp it up. And it, it did really well. And I'm just really glad and really proud of it. Wow. Wait, so how long did it take for you to write that song? Um... Okay, so I get really bad hyperfixations. Like, if I watch a movie, I get obsessed immediately. So I watched the movie, like, mid-December and wrote Donnie Darko immediately after Christmas and finished it in one sitting. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And it was actually the, the pace of the song was a lot slower when I first wrote it, and then when we kind of played around with it, we, we sped it up a lot more. Um, yeah. And it's like it just came together. Like it was like a puzzle piece, and it just fit right in. So it was really we, cool. We uh, Jade came over uh, my house. We practiced at my house, and we met up to work on that song and a few others for the album that we're working on right now. And uh, we played it like way slower. But that was in that was on like January eighth, I think. Um, and then I headed into the studio late February, right before Valentine's Day, to record it. So it took about. Uh, a month, I'd say, to write it and get it ready to release. Wow, that's pretty, cool. that's pretty short. Yeah. 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 Re- recording and everything was literally like a month uh, from what I remember. So it was a quick, quick process with this band, which, you know, we enjoy. <laughs> yeah. So where was your headspace when you were making that song? Um, 
Okay, well, when I wrote it, like I had said before, like I get really, really bad hyperfixation. So I watched that movie in a film class for the first time. And I never really cry at movies, I guess, because I, I'm able to like kind of realize it's just fictional for the most part. Yeah. And that was the first movie that ever made me cry um, just because of all the things going on in it. Like it talks a lot about mental health and it, it just, there's so much going on in that movie that I could connect to that I felt like so inclined to write about it because I was like, wow, this is something like I can understand. And I don't know, it's like, it's so weird to say that you can connect to a movie, especially like that. Like if you guys have seen it, it's insane. It literally makes no sense. Um, but it's just like a, a really cool movie. And I was just so appreciative of it that I wanted to write about it. So, so what, so what bands or artists like influence do you think you can we can hear like or anybody can hear I guess on Donnie Darko um Donnie Darko I'd say like on, would... on my part oh I'm sorry Jade you want to no, no, go you, ahead you can, okay you I'd say on, on my part um I was listening to a lot of uh Slaughter Beach Dog which if anyone's familiar with modern baseball uh their lead yeah. songwriter Jake yeah that's actually his new project and uh I just had like a huge playlist of all of their songs and I was listening to it a lot. And I feel like um, if any drummers listen to that band, you can definitely pick up on some pretty clear influences that I took from them <laughs> on that song. Yeah. Yeah, for me, um, you know, on bass anyway, for especially for this kind of music, uh, a lot of my inspiration kind of draws from, I don't know if you're familiar with the band Balance and Composure. Um, that, you know, was one of my favorite bands when I first picked up bass and I, I kind of... I kind of uh, was, you know, looking to implement some of the drive uh, that the bassist of Balance Composure has and implemented into that music. You know, not that it's entirely complicated, but that it, you know, can make the song move forward. And so I would say Balance and Composure for me, uh, you know, a Tiger's Jaw, bands like that. Um, I'd probably say Movements was really big for me, like, yes. especially Vocal Rise. Um, movements is great. Um, and I was listening to a lot of them when I was writing the song, so there's definitely an influence there, especially um, with the way that I sing the lyrics and also how the guitar sounds, how all of it sounds, really. Um, but definitely movements for me. Sick. All good bands. I've heard of most of them, so that's that's really cool, because sometimes yeah. bands go off and they name, like, like really, really underground bands, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I... <laughs> so, good um, so was this song made in quarantine, like, any part of it? No. No, yeah, it was all pre-quarantine. Literally, um, when we finished recording, it was right before the lockdown started. Like, I want to say maybe two two weeks before lockdown started, um, which was insane because we wrote the song, we recorded it, we played it at a show, and then we were like, yeah, we're going to get out and play more shows, and then coronavirus. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was pre-lockdown. Uh, we actually, next like... song, I bet. We actually, um, like, we didn't know if we wanted to name the song Donnie Darko, so I remember, like, literally the week before, like, Friday the 13th, when everything, like, shut down, we, we used, like, a random name generator, like a, like a number picker, between, like, Donnie Darko and three other names, and uh, that, that was literally, like, a week before the lockdown, so it was pretty crazy how different it feels. Is there any chance you could tell us those names? Yeah. Uh, one of them was... Um, Donnie Darko, I think Ron came up with time, time pre like, yeah, what was it again? Uh, it's cool time pre-decided, time pre-decided, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and then, then I, I had, had flight, now, I had, it wasn't. flight 20, 
28 I don't even remember oh my god 2806 which is like they mentioned the flight in the movie and I was like oh that'd be cool to use um but like we genuinely couldn't pick because all the names just went with it so we were like okay let's just let's just put it in a hat basically and go for the best and Donnie Darko won I really wanted to call it Dawn of the Dark, but like like Dawn of like the time of day, but (laughs) nobody else liked that. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Our next song uh, was was recorded in quarantine. Going back to what, uh, well, you know what you you had originally asked us about, you know whether or not this was recorded in quarantine. Our next song was you know recorded during you know all the uh, events that have been occurring. So. I mean, our entire, we're, we're uh, working on an album and we're oh. at the end. I can't give any like for sure dates when it will be out, okay. um, but I will say that we are basically done with it. And I want to say in July, don't know when we are going to have another song out um, that flows more with Donnie Darko, but kind of takes a tangent and goes into more of our own sound um, that I'm really excited about. Can you tell us like anything about the album? Um, I want to say so many things, but I I have a really bad habit of giving stuff away. Um, I can say that there's going to be a cover song on that album. Um, I don't want to say what band, and I don't know if you guys would know the band, but um, we use a synthesizer in it. So I think that's a really cool thing about the album um, that I'm hoping people will get to look forward to. There's also, like, a lot less choruses. Like, Donnie Darko is the most, like, pop-oriented song on the record, which is kind of nerve-wracking, because, like, not all the other songs have, like, as clear of a chorus as that one. So I'm kind of excited to see where that risk takes us. (laughs) I'll say that there's two, there's, like, two directions for the songs without giving too much away. Like, some of them are kind of in the vein of... uh, of Donnie Darko, you know, and then there's, there's another, uh, there's another like subsection of songs that are, you know, very, I guess the word is like emotional and like deep, um, you know, and that's, it, you know, th- th- those songs I-, I personally am the most excited for, um, you know, so there's definitely two directions in the album that, you know, you'll hear. Awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. So for these last three questions, we like to go away from music and just have like a little bit of fun, I guess, with it. So let's go to so let's go to death row, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, what would be your final meal? And and please choose a drink. Yes, meal and a drink. Ooh, McDonald's chicken nuggets Ooh, and okay. some, uh, <laughs> sweet tea. And like if How I could get like the meal. Nuggets? Oh God. Um, and a dip. Some McDonald's. Oh, God. Um, okay, some McDonald's have, like, 50-piece nuggets. I would do that just for the sake of, like, if that's my last meal, I want to have a big meal. Um, you can do as much as you want. Exactly. Unlimited nuggets. The sauce, yeah. the sauce is hard. I think I would chew. I think I would have both sweet and sour and honey mustard and just kind of alternate for each nugget oh, and just, yeah. like, go with exactly. that. that. Sounds good. That's valid. All right. I would probably go with um, either Olive Garden, like unlimited breadsticks and pasta, <laughs> or um, there's a place in Perth Amboy. It's called Payone's Pizzeria. I would definitely oh. grab a slice or two from uh, from our guy Frank in uh, Perth Amboy. 
Here's the thing. If you get the unlimited breadsticks, then they, can, they can't stop you. You just won't die. You'll just exactly. Exactly. Like, just keep it coming. Yeah. Wait, you didn't choose a drink, though. Yeah. What's my drink? Um, I mean, if it's going to be unlimited, I wouldn't want to, you know, kill myself with soda. So I'd probably just stick to water, you know. Well... <laughs> I'm a water guy. I stick to water. Person. Um, I I do enjoy a nice glass of San Pellegrino in the wee hours of the morning, okay. but um, <laughs> you know, generally, you know, straight no chaser, just filtered tap water. Solid. No chaser. <laughs> for me, I'm like a big fiend for Chipotle. So I would say, yeah, and I like sofritas. Um, like the you know, like the the vegetarian option. Um, yeah. and I've kind of been implementing that more into my life, but I kind of go crazy though. Like I, I'll like, like get like double sour cream and like double fajita <laughs> vegetables. So it stops being healthy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, but I'm actually like a fiend for water too. Cause if you think about it, like water is like the elixir of life, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I don't know, it just, it's delicious and just like totally good for you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I would say death row water and like a sofrita burrito for sure. Even even in your last moments, you're worrying about staying hydrated. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Ooh. Okay. I really... I want to say... Oh, that's kind of... Adventure Time. Adventure Time, actually. Ooh. Either Adventure Time or the town of Gravity Falls. Ooh. Oh, uh, valid. Like, I know I'm an entire adult, but those shows are amazing. Um, and I literally was obsessed with both of them. Like, I have so many things from both of those shows. So I probably Gravity Falls more than Adventure Time, only because I really like ghosts and stuff. Um, so I think that'd be a pretty cool little universe to live in. Definitely. Hey. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so for me... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I would probably say Harry Potter. Um, I grew up Very just valid. really like, yeah, I would, I, I just grew up like totally obsessed with Harry Potter, especially like, I don't know if you've been to Universal Studios and you've been to like Harry Potter World, but like once you're in that like kind of area with like just all of the different shops and like Hogwarts Castle, like there's just something truly magical about it. So for me, I would definitely <laughs> say Harry Potter. I'm into magic yeah. and stuff, so. Wait, yeah. what house though? Wait, yeah. yeah what's your um, house? That's that's a tough one too because uh, you know when totally I was in Universal Hufflepuff. Studios. I know that's what everybody says, but I feel like I'm Gryffindor. <laughs> but okay, but yeah, people say Hufflepuff. I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely a Hufflepuff. Can we get person. all of your houses actually? Yeah, that'd be great. I'm I'm not a big Harry Potter guy, but um. And he's like Slytherin for sure. I, I he's probably like, lean towards <laughs> Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, I've taken like a few of those little Harry Potter tests because I too was like super like I literally have all the lego sets which i'm now getting rid of because of all the stuff with jk rowling of course um but i i do have a lot of harry potter stuff still and i think for the most part i either always got slytherin or gryffindor but i i want to go for slytherin just because like i want to look cool like i feel like slytherin <laughs> you know makes you look like super tough and i'm yeah, i don't yeah. look tough so i feel like slytherin just kind of balances that out yeah, I, was, I, I was always too. jealous of Draco's blonde hair. Like, I've always wanted to dye my hair, and I haven't yet, so... You'd be a I'd great blonde, <laughs> Oh, it's my, I haven't gone yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would probably... I'm in between, like, Rest, Westeros from Game of Thrones or um, Skyrim from the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. I'd, 
I'd probably lean towards uh, Westeros just because I feel like, um, I mean, that's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. So I think it would be really cool to try to usurp the throne from a spoiler alert uh, brand, you know, at the end of the season. So, um, oh, yeah, no. I'd probably lead a rebellion or something. You just like dragons and, medie and medieval times? Um, ge genuinely, genuinely speaking, no. I, I'm not a big like <laughs> fiction guy. It actually took me a while to get into Game of Thrones, but me and my uh, best friend started watching it together last year, and uh, I don't like it for the dragons. I just think it was so immersive, and I just love how the world was so divided, and it almost kind of yeah. mirrors reality in that sense, you know. So it was. I'd probably go with Westeros. Believe it or not, Andrew actually has, like, a stone bust of a dragon in his room. <laughs> uh, I do not. <laughs> Man, okay, I would have asked to see it. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I have an iron throne. So, so, this is our last question, and we like to save the most important question for last. So, uh, what, guys, what's your favorite color? <laughs> uh, Really, somebody laughed. God bless. I've done like a hundred <laughs> interviews. I'm not even joking. It's taken so long. It's so, so long. I had a feeling you guys were going to ask that because last night I was watching a few interviews you guys did and I saw the one you guys did with Lila Queen. Um, and it got me thinking. So I'm, I wanted to say I was prepared for it, but now my mind is like all over the place. Um, <laughs> but I really, really like certain shades of blue, like very vibrant blue, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like I literally dyed my hair blue because of how much I like that color. Um, and I just think, I think any shade of blue is cool, but especially the ones that are like vibrant like in your face, like those are, those are uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Andrew. Um, uh... I would say I really like uh, like the brighter colors. So I like yellow a lot. There's a, a, a famous jazz drummer, Tony Williams. He had this really cool yellow drum kit right before he unfortunately passed away. And it's like so infamous in the drum community. If you have like a yellow drum set, like you know your shit, you deserve it. So I would probably say yellow or um, I actually think pink's a really cool color. Uh, you know, guys like Tyler, the creator, rock it really well. And uh, yeah, so those two colors probably for me. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, I'm I'm really I, I, like Jade. I'm into blue, like a calm seas kind of blue. But also like Andrew, I'm really into like pink. Yeah. Like, no joke. And I it feel like rocks. a lot of guys are afraid to admit that. But the truth of the matter is, pink is like one of the superior colors. If you ask me, I mean, I know it's like an opinion, but like pink is just so like I don't know. It's, it's so calming. versatile. Like there's so many different shades, and it, it's it's pr it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, my girlfriend likes periwinkle, so she kind of got me more into pink. Periwinkle's like a, like a like a kind of purple. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to shout her out real quick. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So as Ryan said, uh, that was the last of our questions. Do you guys have anything to plug? Um, I don't have anything to plug. I just want to say, anyone watching, please continue signing petitions, donating money as you can to help the Black community. Um, if you are doing any protest, always be safe and be aware. Um, just help out where you can because um, it's really important to me. Um, and it's, it, it's just important in general to be a kind human being. So I just wanted to say, like, really get out there and sign petitions and do what you can to make a change. And be on the right side of history. Yep. Wow. Okay. That was
that was really wholesome. I liked that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so it was great talking to you guys. Uh, this was Fox Teeth, and we are the Good Noise Podcast.